Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad, single and ready to mingle, Shaker, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. What's up, what's up, single and ready to mingle? I'm good. Good? <laughs> good. Good, good. Good. That's a good. Good. I'm glad he came up with a nickname. Yeah, I came up with that on my drive today. I, uh, you were thinking about me on your drive. I was thinking about you on your drive. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) first of all, I would like to thank whoever you want. And this is going to be a switch. Okay. I would like to thank Shell's Cava Bar. Uh, in, hang on a second, in Louder Hill, Florida. Okay. Uh, they are. The people who gave me my kava today. Yeah, they didn't give me anything. Neither did Low Tide. No, I kind of forgot to grab that because <laughs> we were right. in a hurry. <laughs> That's Sorry. right. We we everything is running very late today, so yeah, everything kind of got. Yeah, good late. evening. Good evening. Yeah, it's definitely a good evening. But yeah, for it should those be pretty fun doing a late show. Yeah, uh, I like the uh, ten o'clock at night thing that we got going on. <laughs> All right, everything's silenced. It's all right. Um. Yeah, so we have not done a show in a week. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah I had so some stuff to deal with on the weekend, so yep. it had to be canceled. It's all right. It happens. Yep, yep. It happens. Uh, so I saw that you were watching a lot of sci-fi this week. Unless your Facebook's a liar. Um, no, I mean, I have been. You said something about not trusting blondes. And you can't trust blondes no. when it comes to science fiction, especially blonde robots, uh, androids. Sort of thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah. I was watching a show called uh, Dark Matter. I think it's been out for a year and a half now. And right now they're airing the third season. It's pretty cool. You know, it's your regular show of a bunch of misfits in on a spaceship. But I like it. It's actually pretty good. Nice. There's not a lot of good sci-fi out there. I know I've said that before, but it's good watching it. Very cool. Yeah. I suggest it if you like sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, I still have to watch that other sci-fi show you keep telling me to watch. Yeah, The Expanse. The Expanse. Remember the Cant. Yes. Whatever <laughs> that means, I don't know. Canterbury. Um, it's a ship that got blown up, man. All right. You got to watch the show. <laughs> oh, what I would like to say to all of our listeners and slash viewers. Yeah. Uh, we got stickers. We have stickers now. We have stickers in um, with our logo on them. Nice little round stickers. I have one on the back of my car. If you want to know what it looks like, you can go to my... Uh, to the muddied waters of freedom Instagram or I believe it's on our Facebook page I'm not 100% sure I think I'm I shared sure, yeah I think I shared it correctly yeah. but if you would like one please get in touch with us and we can figure out some way to get that to you and speaking of Instagram uh, you can follow us at muddied waters of freedom <laughs> or you can follow us at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom or on Twitter at muddied underscore waters yeah and actually speaking of all this uh social media stuff let's go with the news we teased about that's yes that is a good idea we should do that yeah so a couple last week we teased that we had some huge well two weeks ago online we teased that we had some huge news and then last week on the show we teased it again um 
would you you yeah, can sure, you, sure, you can sure. do the honors. Yeah, so we were approached by uh, a friend of ours that <laughs> lead singer for the band Backwards. This is their Veracity album. Uh Eric July. Uh he's the I think he's the lead uh media guy at a page called Being Libertarian. I've been following that page. There's two of them, this one specifically. I've been following it for about probably a few years now, but from last year in the beginning, I would say until today, they've went from 100,000 likes to now they're at 530,000 likes. Are they at 530 big. now? Yeah. Last I looked, they were at 480 or something. No, no, yeah, they're over 500 now. Um, and, I mean, last year um, they had originally um, approached me to do a single man podcast and at the time I wasn't really into it uh doing my own show I wasn't feeling it you know so I kind of blew them off uh so they came back around and they asked us if we would be okay with syndicating our show with their page now what that means is um we get to do the same show exactly like we've been doing it um no one's gonna tell us what to say no one's gonna say anything to us the biggest difference here is that our show is now going to be um, our show is going to be now going live on their platform. Uh, so they're going to be soon launching some sort of website called Being Liber TV um, to kind of be like a hub for the podcasts and shows that they have uh, already syndicated. Um, I'll have the ability to go on if I want to on my own. So will Matt and us as a show. Um, so what's going to, the only biggest difference is now we're going to be going live on a page that has, you know, plenty more likes than, you know, we have 700 something likes on our page. There's has, which isn't bad for only six months. No, it's not. It's not, but uh, of very part-time labor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be a lot bigger. So should be very good for us, hopefully, and everybody else. Um, the other thing that uh, we've been working on, and we won't have any details on that until we're done with it, is we're going to start a Patreon for um, anybody that likes the show and wants to contribute to us in any way. We haven't talked about if we're going to be doing it by month or by what kind of creation we put out, or not what kind, uh, the amount of creations we put out. So it'll probably be a monthly thing and it would be pretty cheap. And that's to help us out. We don't have really, in all a big honesty, community. I have zero idea how pay, like I know what it is, but I don't know how it works. Yeah. There's another one kind of like that called subable. Yeah. I've got about 15 emails from them that I didn't read because I was busy doing other things yeah. over the last <laughs> few days. No worries. No yeah. worries. But it's, it's a platform for creators. Um, YouTubers use it and, well, I, I don't know what other type of people, but it's supposed to be pretty big. Um, so a lot of YouTubers use it. So, excuse me. For example. That's, without, why, without, that's why you shouldn't dip for anybody who doesn't know. I'm not even you, dipping. Oh. <laughs> um, not it, yet. It gives you acid reflux. That's why you yeah. shouldn't do it. <laughs> oh, my stomach's full of cough and kratom. But, um, let's not blame that. Yeah, let's not blame Yeah. Um, so, for example, if you are a if you use YouTube often, if you watch a lot of shows, 
there's a really big channel on there um, named after the uh, main guy, Philip DeFranco. Uh, he's one of my favorite people. Um, and because of all this stuff that's going on on YouTube with the advertisements and all that, he's got a Patreon that's got a couple thousand people on it. It's pretty crazy. And because of that, he's able to survive without the ad blockade that's been happening on Facebook. So we're hoping that a Patreon for our, you know, best supporters that really enjoy the show can help us out. You know, we have we have the uh, whatchamacallit, uh, we have the SoundCloud account, we have this equipment, hopefully more equipment in the future uh, that, that would make the show better. Stickers. Uh, stickers. <laughs> yeah, stickers. Um, and Sa- hopefully sadly, more. we spent more on the stickers than I think we've spent on any other single item. Yeah, I, I but, did not know these could be so expensive. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's a way for y'all to support us. And a part of the whole deal with Patreon is it's also a way for us to give back to you guys. Um, and that's the thing we haven't worked out yet is what kind of rewards there would be for people supporting us. Um, you know, your own can community where you guys can talk to us, uh, recommending shows coming on the show, shout outs, so on and so forth. We haven't finalized anything yet. We're going to be talking about it. Um, cause I don't want to bullshit it. And I want to make sure if we're doing this whole Patreon thing that it, does end up being a quality investment for you guys rather than it just being another way for us to make money, even though we don't really make money on this so far. We we don't make any money doing this. Yeah. We do this just out of the fun of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'd want to do more. Um, so, and more equipment, more, whatever we can get would be helpful. Um, and you'll hear more about that once it's, uh, once it's ready. So yeah, look forward to being libertarian, um, finishing their thing out and we don't know when, a few weeks maybe, and we'll be moving onto their platform. Maybe what we'll end up doing is since we'll have access to the page, um, we'll be able to grab the video from being libertarian since we put it on YouTube, our shows, and then we can put it up on our page, not as a live video, obviously at that point, but, um, nothing wrong with that. Go to being libertarian. You'll know which page I'm talking about. It's, it's pretty fucking big and they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, not gonna lie. I've been following that page for years and I've, yeah, I yeah. Ha- I have enjoyed it since I think they were at like a hundred and twenty thousand. So yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're um they're pretty awesome. I like them. Uh, and I think that's it for this sort of housekeeping stuff. Um, other than I don't know, you just went visited them, obviously. Yes, I went down and I visited uh Jared who uh, Jared and Heather who just opened Shell's Cava Bar, and they were very kind enough to give me this shirt and. Uh, the kava I'm going to be drinking today. So nice. Thank you. Oh, you know, what? I didn't do a bula for them. Okay. So I'll join. I, I, I know you don't have any kava, but no, that's all right. You know how it is. I do. <laughs> so bula, bula. All right. And with that obviously comes, uh, we'll just get right into it. With that comes our first talking point <laughs> that you suggested. 
something I haven't heard about until you told me about it, and it's crazy. Yeah, no, this is okay. So the reason, okay, the reason that we're doing the show so late today is because I was driving back from uh, Shell's Cava Bar, but before that, I was in Boca Raton, and uh, the owner of Low Tide and myself went to Boca Raton because the owner of a Cava Bar down there was working on opening a second Cava Bar. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. He From was, the article you sent me. Right. Um, yeah. The article by Carl Dickey, which we will be including in the comments section down here or uh, however you do that. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm in my 30s and I don't understand technology how I should. Um, but we will be including the article in here so you guys can see that I am not just making all of this up. Uh, also, I would like to put a warning on here that if your name is Sally Wright stop listening just just don't listen to sister this mom oh mom <laughs> just don't listen to this episode does she listen does she listen still to the show i don't know oh, okay but okay. i'm just throwing the warning out there now your father does still right on occasion yeah oh that's cool All i don't right. i don't anyways care. i don't care Sal, if he hears me say these things ma'am don't listen right ma'am <laughs> mom please don't listen yeah okay so uh one of the kava bar owners down there is working <clears throat> is working tirelessly to open another Cava bar in a small city in Florida known as Lighthouse Point. Sounds like a Skyrim location. Sure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they got some flack from Lighthouse Point and they were not giving them the building permit. Yep. They were were applying for the building permit and uh, the city, I guess, wasn't giving it to them Mm -hmm. and then was digging a little deeper and found out that they were a kava bar that was going to be opening up and because you need permission from the state to buy a land put some walls up and then throw a bar in right well okay so this has already been built everything is done the disregard yeah the bathroom just if i remember correctly the bathroom just didn't meet code so they wouldn't give him the permit to fix that, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told me about that part a while ago, and he was like, oh, it's not a problem. I'm going to get it fixed. And then it has blown up into this entire thing. Um, so they, could, they wouldn't give him the permit. Uh, and so they went to the uh, planning and zoning board. And the planning and zoning board denied them the building permit. Yeah based on the fact that they were going to be serving kava. Yep. This whole time I thought it was Kratom, by the way, because of the whole... Right, no, this is... to get to it. Right, no, this this is the part that really blows my mind because, you know, I went and I spoke in front of the Florida legislature about Kratom. I've spoken in front of other... You know, I've spoken in front of a lot of different places about Kratom. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when they were like, hey, can you come down and talk? I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. I thought it was going to be about Kratom, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. Yeah. It was about kava. Now, if you guys don't know, uh, kava is FDA approved. Kratom isn't. So, continue. So, and Kratom's usually been the one that's the issue. I'm sure everybody knows that by now. Right. Um, So, we are, I go down and they're like, oh yeah, no, it's about kava. And I was like, what? And so, they send me the minutes from the uh, planning and zoning board. And I will read part of them to you right now. Um, 
The in January 2015, the city commission passed ordinance 2014-0919 which modified city code section 54-13 to prohibit the sale of designer drugs with the intent to protect the health, safety and welfare of the city's residents and the general public. Yeah. Okay. I understand I understand it like you did, right? You don't want spice or bath salts or whatever getting mm-hmm. out in your community. Get it. 100%. The definition of a designer drug shall mean any non-controlled substance, be it a synthetic or natural compound, mixture or derivative of any synthetic uh, of any synthetic or natural substance, which if inhaled, ingested, or introduced into the human body in any manner via any system of delivery physically <laughs> imitates the effects of any controlled substance or by express or implied representations is purported to act like or imitate a controlled substance oh as a God, stimulant, stop. depressant, or hallucinogenic, blah, blah, blah. Like, the rest of it doesn't fucking matter. Um, for anybody who listens to us on a regular basis, they see us go through typically 10 to 20 ounces of kava in an hour-long show. Yeah. They follow this up by saying that kava imitates Xanax or Valium. Now, I wish. Right? <laughs> now, I don't know how many of you actually know this about myself, but, uh, and I'm certain I've talked about it before, but you, I, you have. I, know, okay. I think I know where you're going. Right. I've struggled with addiction throughout my entire life, and uh, I've taken Xanax and Valium. And this, this drink is nothing like Xanax or fucking Valium. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I was Frank Underwooding it. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so that that's just an incorrect statement as it, yeah. as it stands anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's just completely wrong. Yeah. Now, if the people of Lighthouse Point City Council were uh, intelligent... Or you know, <laughs> willing, or willing to actually you know listen to both sides of the argument, yeah. Um, instead of just seeing this and going, no, I don't want that here. I don't care what you say, which is what they ended up doing. Um, you know, they would have taken the word of the doctor that the the very prestigious doctor that they had come and uh, testify at the first hearing who was saying, oh, no, kava's not bad for you. This guy's got, like, a PhD from some school I don't remember. And like, I saw his CV, and it was, like, seven pages long, and he was on international boards for botanicals and okay. uh, health boards and all this kind of stuff. But no, their goddamn Google search said, oh, well, it might hurt the liver. And they're like, oh, well, no, that's not good. No. No, that's that's absolutely not what we want. And so we go into the meeting, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know exactly what was going on going into it. I didn't know how hostile they were. Yeah, how hostile they were. Okay. Uh, Within 10 minutes of that meeting starting, I knew how hostile they were, and I knew this was not going to end well. Uh, The lawyer that was hired by my friend that's down there uh, got into a uh, screaming match. 
with a man by the name of Jason Jaffe. That's J-O-F-F-E. This guy is a fucking little prick. He is an asshole. He doesn't deserve to share the oxygen with free-thinking people. He is an awful human being. Yeah. He was sitting there screaming at this lawyer. And he was saying, you don't respect our law. And in my head, I'm going, no, it's a stupid fucking law. Of course, I don't respect it. And then he's like, imagine if you did. Imagine if you did respect it. Imagine if you you know, gave it some sort of credence. Wouldn't you say that what we're doing is OK? And the lawyers were like, no, no, absolutely. One, we're not asking for a permit to sell it. Yeah. One, you don't need it, but, you know, whatever. But we're not asking for a permit to sell. We're asking for a permit to build. It's not even a permit to yeah. sell the stuff. It's, it, this is a permit. Well, because, yeah, there's no... Because um, I've talked about this before, which I'll talk after you're done. There's no Kratom licensing sort of thing. So right. when they apply for these things, they're applying for what? What kind of licenses? Like a general business or some shit? Well, okay, so... They were just applying for a building permit so they yeah. could fix the bathroom. Jeez. That was it. They just wanted to fix the building. Like, they just wanted to fix the building so that it would be up to code so that way they could begin to get their business license. And then uh, they were like, no. And the excuse that Jason Jaffe, who uh, liked to mention that he went to the South Pacific on his honeymoon and he tried kava there which technically by his own logic makes him a fucking drug user, the <laughs> fucking hypocrite. Yep. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he was going off and he was like, he's like, well, do you intend to sell kava there? Well, yeah, you didn't tell us that at the beginning. Well, you don't have kava bar listed in something that we can check yeah, off. It's yeah. not an alcohol bar. It's like a tea shop slash, it's a tea shop slash, you know, and a big caveat there, we're not saying that you need to start listing him in your local cities. <laughs> we don't need any more laws and regulations. No, no, <laughs> not even a little bit. Yeah. Um, especially for something that, you know, promotes family and community and, like, happiness and peace. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it was absolutely insane. He was like, just imagine that you would accept it. And, the, and they were like, well... If you had a restaurant coming in, would you ask to see their entire menu? And he said, no. And so I'm like, okay, what's what's the difference there? I mean, why is that not a thing? And he was he uh, continued on and he was going off and he started comparing it to crack cocaine. He's like, well, if they started selling crack, co- if I knew that somebody was going to open up and start selling crack cocaine, I wouldn't give them the building license either. Oh, and my just like, God. This isn't crack cocaine. Crack cocaine is federally illegal. And uh, I'm certain it's illegal in Florida. I, I mean, I'm, I haven't <laughs> ever looked it up, but yeah. I'm pretty certain it's illegal here. Yeah. Uh, but Kava is not like yeah. and to say that any designer drug could be considered anything that's synthetic or natural actually includes every, that's every, every that's pretty much goddamn everything. thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, that includes coffee. That includes chocolate. That includes mouthwash. That includes, um, what else can I get? Tea. Of? Tea, sure. Yeah. Uh, tea. That, inclu- that includes everything. That includes bleach. That in- Like everything in the world meets their designer drug label that they have given. Yeah. It is absolutely insane what 
what this law states and what they are doing with this law in order to punish a small business owner who's just trying to expand. He's trying to expand uh, his business and give one of his employees a chance to manage her own kava bar. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's absolutely nuts. This little prick uh, kept talking about being in the South Pacific. And then at the end when he was like, oh, well, I'm a lawyer. And it's just like, no shit. I mean, you're a fucking moron. But yeah. of course, you are got to be a lawyer to argue the stupid point that you're making. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet that that, that asshole. Uh, I am cursing a lot today. Man, that's no, fine. Joffy pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> um, I am willing to bet that that asshole goes out and has drinks every single night. Yep. Every goddamn night he goes out a and drug. Has, may, maybe a beer, maybe you know, maybe a beer or two, maybe you know, maybe he doesn't drink a lot, but I bet he drinks every night, but that's fine even though that's a compound. Yeah, of, of course. synthetic or natural uh a synthetic or natural compound. So this dude is screaming at the lawyer. And then so the lawyer is like, "Okay, so whatever." And they kind of start talking about Kratom. Like, you know, they get past a lot of the stuff and the lawyers are remaining relatively calm. And I was really impressed by that because if I had been in their situation, I would not have. Yeah. I would have probably talked to him the way that I'm talking now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a good thing I'm not a lawyer because <laughs> I don't want to be anything like Joffy. No. Um, so they start talking a little bit about Kratom and they're like, oh, yeah, that's what our main concern is. And... So, of course, it gets brought up that the DEA tried to do an emergency scheduling on Kratom last year. And then backed out. And for the first time in history, they backed out of it. Uh, Then it was also brought up. uh, That's the first time in history backing out of anything that's about to be scheduled. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the lawyer said, I have a letter here. That was signed by 50 House of Representatives, 50 members of the House of Representatives, uh, stating that uh, stating that they don't think that this is a wise move. Yep. Yeah. Justin Amash was on that. Yes. And the (laughs) I don't remember the woman's name for the life of me right now, because part of me blacked out last night from just sheer anger. Uh, She was like, well, it's only 50 of them. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? Like, you have 50 members of the elected representation of the entire nation going, no, this is stupid. Like, why would you do this? And the other 380, whatever. I can't do math right now. No, it's all good. Uh, 380, whatever, going, yeah, we don't really give a crap. Uh, We're not going to fight for you to push this through. We're not going to fight for you not to. So, you know, whatever. Um but yeah, it's just like, oh, there's only 50 of them. And so then they call up the public comment section. Yeah, and most of Congress <laughs> voted for the war in Iraq. Right. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Right. Um, so then they call up the public comment section, and you get these people who, you know, like you, like me, hang out at Kava bars. I mean, we're not that much alike, but continue. Well, yeah, you and I aren't anything alike, but <laughs> we hang out at Kava bars. True. So, <laughs> I mean, we have that. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, we have that in common. Yes. So we got uh, these people that are going up and speaking passionately. Because like, these are not public speakers. These are not politicians. These are not anything. These are people who just genuinely care 
about the Kava community and care about Kava and care about this business and want to see it grow and they want to see it thrive. And we had people saying, you have a heroin epidemic in this town because Lighthouse Point has a heroin epidemic where people are dying and this could help. Like, I mean, I can't say that when I'm working. I understand. But, yeah. <laughs> But um, I mean, if you look it up, you'll easily find what you're about to say. Right. Exactly. Uh, And, you know, they were like, yeah, you know, that's, you know, you could see it on all their faces. They were just like, yeah, that's accurate. And they were, you know, it's like this. This is just about community. It's about family. And you're trying to deny that you're trying to deny these people this. And, you know, then. Uh, my good friend Carl Dickey was there. Um, he's a member of the Libertarian Party. And he uh, went up and he spoke. And he was like, this is about small business. And you're trying to hold back small business, which accurate. Yes. Yeah. And then other people were getting up and talking about how Kava and the Kava community has helped them. I got up. I spoke. Um, I got up. I spoke. And I told him that I thought their law was fucking stupid i didn't say it like that so i hope nobody worries um but yeah i told him that their law was fucking stupid in my brain and that it makes absolutely no sense uh and then i reminded them that only you know okay 500 years ago which is a long time to us but over the entire course of history it's not uh that only 500 years ago they were trying to ban coffee bars all across europe yeah because coffee bars were where evil people went and hung out Mm -hmm. and I was like if you do what you are trying to do you are going to be on the same side of history as the people trying to ban coffee bars 500 years ago no man a better example is the at the turn of the 20th century you had an alcohol prohibition in this country right you know I mean by that by that logic nobody should have been fighting that because it's that's a thing it's an amendment right and it's an amendment, and it's an amendment that got taken away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, little baby rat-faced Joffy sitting there looking like he actually gives a shit about what any no. of us are saying just doing that, like, politician, I'm listening to you, and I care. I and think most politicians, most politicians just try to busy work and try to do something just so it looks like they're actually doing something for for the sake of them saying look I, at all what I did I am certain that while he was sitting there listening to these people pour their hearts out to them he was sitting there pretending like he cared like he got the doe eyes like the pursed lips like he's really listening intensely and he was probably thinking god I need a beer <laughs> yeah <laughs> either that or I mean it's a, and I don't know this for certain, so I'm going to state that out first. But I personally think that dude's a cokehead. But that's just yeah. me. Uh, he looked like the type. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I know the type because I used to hang out with a lot of them. No, I understand. Um, but yeah, he, he looked like the type that was a huge cokehead. So, I mean, you know, it's like those self-hating gays. Yep. You know, yeah. like the gays that just, they, they hate all gays because they don't want to admit they're that they're gay yeah uh i think that he hates anything that isn't a legal drug because he is a uh a legal drug user yeah uh that's just my personal opinion on him i don't know if that's true or not uh he's just i mean he's a douche 
Um, but he, uh, like, after everybody was done, he made the motion to hold up what the zoning board said. The guy that wasn't there that was on speakerphone, he seconded it. And then everybody voted aye. Every single person voted aye. And yeah. they lost five to nothing. And it was a fucking travesty. And Lighthouse Point is a place that, while it's a cute little town, I would never move there because uh, their politicians are no, I understand. goddamn yeah. douchebags. And yeah. none of them should be in office. And I hope to God that the people of Lighthouse Point wake up, see that, and they're like, oh, these people don't actually care about the community. They're just, for whatever the reason is that they decided to make that, because I don't think it's because of their really stupid uh, designer drugs or either synthetic or natural compounds. I think that something else is going on there. I can't prove it, obviously. Um, But I think something else is going on there, and I hope whatever that is comes out, and that way the people of Lighthouse Point can say, hey, Jason Jaffe, fuck you. Get out of office. And, uh, in fact, just leave town. Go back to uh, Fort Lauderdale or wherever you're from. Yeah. Um, and so if you are bored to, today, <laughs> whenever you're listening to it, uh, if you're bored whenever you're listening to it, Lighthouse Point, Jason Joffe, J-O-F-F-E, call him and tell him he's a douche. <laughs> um, and that's Lighthouse Point, Florida, for anybody that doesn't know that we're in Florida. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that was kind of what happened so yeah on the way back I, I i have been stewing in this for the four hours of driving back and um i have been not happy yeah at all as as you can tell yeah um yeah i mean so basically it's a this designer drug statute is a very vaguely worded statute that could hurt current businesses as well as future businesses, which ends up meaning that the government gets to choose the winners and the losers. Right. Um, obviously, they're specifically applying it to Kava and Kratom right now yes. in their city. Um, but we've seen the same issues happen with a lot of these uh, rules, um, different kind of rules that you see really anywhere. Speaking from my own experience, doing the uh, uh, field representative work with the Leadership Institute, one of the biggest issues on college campuses today, obviously, is free speech. Free speech codes, I'm sorry, (coughs) speech codes, and um, whatchamacallit. Well, specifically speech codes, because free speech zones are just zones where where you can go and say what you want. Uh, But speech codes are... Also, on all all campuses are very vaguely worded, uh, especially when you read some of these laws and you start thinking how, you know, uh, students cannot say things that are offensive to students, so on and so forth. And it's like, well, what's offensive to me is not what could be offensive to him, so on and so forth. And what we've seen on college campuses is speech codes get abused by the uh, uh, university administrators to unfairly shut down libertarian and conservative student groups yet not not yet it never almost never gets applied 
to leftist student groups, except for Bernie Sanders' group last year, happened a bunch of times on a few different campuses. Um, so yeah, the government gets to pick the winners and the losers, and for now, Lighthouse Point is going to be without a kava bar, without that, com- without people joining in on that community, and it's going to be losing. Um, well, I'm sorry. It's never now going to gain those jobs that they could have gained if they had allowed that business to open up. Right. Uh, it's pretty messed up. It, it It's insanely messed up. And it's such short-sighted. I don't like saying short-sighted thinking, but I mean, you know, you know, that's what, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you're not looking at the bigger picture. You're not looking at the possibilities. You're not allowing businesses to cultivate. You're not allowing the people of Lighthouse Point to make that decision on their own. Yeah. The people of Lighthouse Point could say, no, we don't want this here. Not go to the business, the business fails. and the business fails. You're not even giving that the option. Instead, you're going, no. Because of this law that we passed back in 2015 stating we can ban whatever the crap we want, you're not going to be able to open. Yeah. Yeah. And that is just absolutely insane. It's, in my opinion, it's a travesty. It's, it is God awful what they have done. And I hope to God that each one of those people on that board get impeached, get voted out get whatever just gone yeah just get gone because that is not something that we want from our elected representatives in this country Mm -mm, not at all i almost wish i was a member of lighthouse point so i could go in there and go now i'm campaigning against each and every one of you yeah yeah i i I wish i could but i also don't want to move to a city that's going to do that to to (laughs) business so i mean fuck you jaffe there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if anybody knows Sally Wright, tell her she can start listening again. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the big elephant in the room. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I read that on the notes, and I didn't get the joke until you said that. Yep. That's funny. Yep, I had to start it off like that. I like that. Uh, this uh, special election was considered a let's say, a referendum on Trump. And it was the election for the 6th District between Karen Handel and John Ossoff. I like calling him Jack. Or Jack. I still won't get it. Jack Ossoff. (laughs) Okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, a lot of people, especially on the left, have been claiming that because of the um, the oh crap uh, toxicity, I guess what they see as toxicity of Trump's presidency, uh, a lot of these special elections and uh, 2018 for Congress is going to be a big referendum on Trump and that they would now start winning. Um, because of that. Now, I'm not a fan of Karen Handel. Looking at her records, she's probably going to be voting like every other, I don't know, conservative light um, person. Uh, she's, is she a conservative light or is she a rhino? Say, I mean, same thing. I mean, rhino. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
most of the party, in my opinion, is is full of rhinos. There's not many good conservatives in that party. Um, but anyways, yeah. So they had the election, um, and it's a red district, uh, and Karen beat out John. Uh, sorry, Jack by five points, which is uh, not good for the Republicans. Uh, excuse me. Well, oh, okay. Like I've heard this a lot. Uh, the the fact that she won by single digits isn't good for the Republicans. But the Democrats spent yeah 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 twenty one million more dollars in that district than the Republicans. Well, I have numbers here. Okay. Um, but it's not good for Republicans losing that bad. But it is good still because that's now. Four out of zero of these special elections now going for the Republicans. And it's also very good for Trump because it means, as my good friend Tho Bishop said on Facebook, um, the media and Americans in general may think that um, Trump is unlikable, but it seems like that they may dislike the Democratic Party more still. Right. Um, so, uh, let's see. Jack spent $32 million. I like that you're calling me Jack. <laughs> and it's the most expensive campaign now in congressional history. Which is weird. I could have sworn that the special election here in Pinellas County was the most expensive one in history. Nope, nope, not here. Um from outside groups, uh, Karen Handel had $19 million. Um, Jack had $7.5 million. But out of Handel's $19 million, you had $7 million coming from the GOP itself. Okay? Um, the total raised by both campaigns. You had Jack r- raising $23.6 million. And Karen raising, it was 5.4, where is it at? 5.4 million, basically. And they made it a pretty big deal. This this election was supposed to be, like, huge. Um, and they still lost. And basically, the basically Karen got outspent 4 to 1 by a guy that doesn't live in the district. <laughs> the, um, the Trump killer. Yeah. And then you had... It's it's funny. Then you had then you had uh, John Ossoff come out and talk about campaign finance reform. Did he really? Oh no, he did. Yeah. Oh my campaign God. finance reform. He talked about campaign finance reform. The guy that made I I, I should the not bulk ha- of his money from out of state. I should not have been allowed to raise as much money as I did to lose. Yeah, uh, that that is insane. I can't believe you did. That's in, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Senator Chris Murphy come out and blaming, not on Russia, but blaming the talks on Russia to the loss. Um, not sure where he was going for yeah, there, say, that but... Makes, yeah. That makes about as much sense as 93 million people die every day in yeah, yeah. gun violence. Well, well, maybe... I don't know where he was going there. Maybe he thinks that all the Russia talk is nonsense and maybe we need less talks on this Russia hacking everything stuff. Um, but it's a crazy election. And now the Republicans are 4-0. I think there might be a special election in Tennessee coming up. 
um, because somebody is now the chief of staff, I think, for the governor. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. I read it in passing. My buddy was talking about it. Um, but we'll see where that goes. That's that's another one. Although I I believe Tennessee is usually very red all across. Yeah, except for like Nashville. Mm-hmm. And it's like Nashville and maybe like parts of Memphis. Yeah. And it's going to be red with blue and blue. Yeah, yeah. So um, if that ends up being the case, we'll see what happens with Tennessee. Um, but maybe it seems like Trump um, is not as, I don't know, scary as, scary enough to bring out enough blue votes to vote against him. Right. Um, he, he's not as scary as the Democrats seem to be to a lot of the voters out there right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. I believe I read that on Tho's page as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, I, I mean, that election, CNN I saw some of the videos from CNN after the election got uh, announced mm-hmm. and it was, I, they probably, the, the CNN anchors probably looked like we did the Kava community that was at the lighthouse point meeting uh, when they did a five, nothing vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they looked downtrodden. They looked defeated. They looked beaten. They looked just awful. They looked like, life had just kicked them in yeah. the testicles yeah and, yeah yeah and i mean when you spend that much money right yeah exactly legitimately you know right but i mean on the bright side it does show that money doesn't buy elections no 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 not at all right so i mean i it's got that going for it but you know other than that other than that it just shows that the democrats need to revamp their party they need to figure something out yeah yeah and I mean, a year ago we were talking about how, well, you and I weren't, I mean, we were talking about it, but just not mm-hmm. in this forum. Um, we were talking about how the Republicans were going to have to change things because it looked like they were on life support. They were gone. Yeah, yeah. They got this awful, uh, narcissistic, uh, megalomaniac winning their, winning their uh, nomination mm-hmm. and it's just like man the republican party is done like they're done yeah they're yeah. not going to win another presidency ever and then somehow he wins and then the republicans just continue to win over and over and over again and like so the democrats really need to figure something out because yeah. if they can't beat trump and his like they need to figure something out and they need to figure something out quick yeah because yeah. 2018 is uh next year so i mean the midterm elections are going to be then, and if they want to start switching things over in the House, they need to figure out what it is that the voters want and what, personally, I think the voters want Yeah, is actual, honest-to-God, less government. Yes. And they're tired of the big government, and the Republicans keep giving them big government just like the Democrats do, and they need to absolutely stop making bigger government. They need to focus on smaller government. Yes, I agree with you on that. Yes. Um, two two issues having to do with Trump uh, and the United States over the last uh, week or so. Uh, you had President Trump rolling back uh, one of Obama's last legacy moments by putting the embargo back on uh, Cuba and banning all travel there, which is stupid. No one's been able to point me uh, 
any example where uh, embargoes like that have worked to make things better for the people there. The other one was um, the United States shot down a Syrian uh, Su-22 and two Irani, whatchamacallit, uh, drones. drones that were yeah, in Syrian airspace. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, I already talked about this a few episodes ago. But yeah, uh, A Country at War was the title of that uh, episode where we talked about that one. Um, we're... We we have a president who campaigned on fighting ISIS, and he's shooting down the planes of the people fighting ISIS. Yeah, yeah. And nobody really, they're all like, oh, well, no, we need to do that because reasons. Um, because chemical weapons, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. if he just lined them up in a line and just went pop, 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 no, it's fine. Keep that going. Keep yeah. that guy going. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. But uh, since chemical weapons were involved, even if Assad dropped them or not, uh, since chemical weapons were involved, uh, we uh, <laughs> since chemical weapons were involved, we uh, you know we have to get involved now, and we have to go after Assad, who is fighting ISIS, and instead of you know us fighting ISIS, which makes no sense for a. Uh, president that said that he was going to get he had a plan to get rid of isis in 45 days yeah um so yeah i mean it everything going on over in syria makes zero sense right now i do have to ask you a question i am re i am reading your notes and seven percent of americans believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows yep yep is that real Yes, yeah, even though it's a low number. Okay, 25% don't know Earth orbits the sun. I can believe that one. Uh, 66% can't name three government branches. I believe that. Uh, 80% believe in mandatory labeling of food okay. that has DNA in it. Gotcha. I also found out recently that like one-third of Americans can't find the Pacific Ocean. Oh, my God. Yeah. The biggest one. Okay. Uh <laughs> It probably is. I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's neat. <laughs> I mean, that's all I really got today. Yeah. Um, this whole entire show, I just was angry about the um, about Lighthouse Point. Yeah. No, and, I understand. And those wonderful people up there. Um, and I really, really freaking hope that uh, Jason Jaffe... Uh, hears this, sees this <laughs> somehow. I, I want him to be mad at me because he's a fucking dick. Yeah, Sorry, I Mom, agree. if you turn no. it back on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but um, we're going to end it a little early today. Uh, we're going to end it a little early today. Uh, don't forget, muddiedwatersoffreedom.com is where you can find backdated episodes of this as well as writings from the two of us and yep. some special guests that we have on every once in a while. Yep. Um, also, uh, again, facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom. Instagram, we are at muddied waters of freedom. And on Twitter, we are muddied underscore waters. Um, man, you are sweating. Yep. <laughs> I feel hot. Oh, uh, you are hot. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you are hot. Uh, all right. Uh, do you have anything else? Nope. That's all I have, really. All right. Cool. Well, 
Thank you all very much for listening. Please like, please share, please tell your friends. And uh, soon you will be seeing these two wonderful faces and hearing these two wonderful voices on Being Libertarian, which I personally am very excited about. I love uh, all the guys that are over there. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah, Eric July is a fantastic guy. Um, I'm blanking on everybody else right now because I'm kind of <laughs> spitballing. No worries. Uh, uh, TJ, is TJ there? Yep, he is. Yeah, yeah. that guy T. Uh, that guy T is over there. Great dude. Um, yeah, so definitely looking forward to joining them uh, officially uh, once they get that all set up. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that pretty much closes us out. Yeah, thank you for joining us today, guys. Yeah. And um, you have a very good night, okay? And uh, as always, remember, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs>